Hi, I'm Anya. Hi, I'm Olivia. And this week on Our Current Thoughts, we will be talking about why is America more sensitive to love than violence? <laughs> So we previously talked about how this might be a reflection of our previously Puritan values. Um, for those of you who don't know, here's a brief description of that. Uh, the word Puritan is often used to describe someone who has strict views on sexual morality, disapproves of recreation, and wishes to impose those beliefs on others. Um, so we actually see this with movie ratings, interestingly enough. For a G movie, violence must be kept to a minimum, but there's no mention of anything talking about kissing or romance for a G movie. And I'm curious to know if that depends on whether or not it's animated. Yeah. Because you can have, like, violence in G-rated animated movies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's PG, too, which is, like, some material may be suitable. Um, And the definition for that would be violence must not be intense. And what I thought was so interesting was what defines intense because interestingly enough, the poltergeist is rated PG. And it's put on the same level as Coraline. Coraline terrified me. Coraline was like my least favorite movie as a child. I am that, still scared of it. And that like I feel that that's scarier than some like PG thirteen movies that I've seen or even are. Because mm-hmm. of such like it's for kids, which is the scary part about it. Like kids are watching these movies. And then you have PG thirteen, which is, you know, what makes 13 the cutoff age? Like, mm-hmm. why do you think 13 year Well, 13 would be, you're finally a teenager. Yeah. So you would probably be approaching high school where you would be exposed to more things like drugs or sex and stuff like that. So maybe that's why it's the cutoff age. But you would think it would be closer to like 15. Yeah, because that's how it is in Europe. Europe rates movies differently. They have, you know, instead of G, PG, they actually have the ages listed. So it's not like general admittance, it's like this is for seven-year-olds. And an interesting contrast to America in that sense is that Deadpool in England is rated for a 15-year-old. 15-year-olds can watch that without a parent's permission. But here in America, unless you're with an adult, you have to be 17 and older to watch that movie. But that's an interesting um, juxtaposition to Fifty Shades of Grey which in France, 12-year-olds are allowed to watch. <laughs> and it's oh, literal porn. Yeah, so. it is. And here in America, like, that was, like, people boycotted it because they wanted it to be NC-17, where you're not allowed to see it unless you're an adult. Even with a parent? Even with a parent, yeah. You have to be an adult to watch that movie. And yet, in France, come on, kids, like, let's, let's go, go see, see some 50 BDSM. Yeah. Everyone practice your safe word. <laughs> no. Grapefruit. <laughs> Which is just crazy to see like such a difference in cultures and what they believe is acceptable for children to watch. But at the same time, to defend France a little bit, if you think about it, around 12, 13, that is when people would start watching porn. Maybe? Okay, hear me out, right? Because that's when, like, the age of puberty is really going at you, especially for, like, young boys, right? So what's the difference between going to see Fifty Shades of Grey where they're teaching you maybe safe 
sex practices versus <laughs> watching porn online where it's very um, vulgar and not realistic? Um, interesting. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. Time to see who you choose. Devil's advocate. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be... That's a legit argument because there is a whole issue of puberty and, you know, you have Big Mouth, which revolves around that. Big mm-hmm. Mouth with Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. But um, that, that's a really interesting concept, though, because I feel like the difference, though, is that Fifty Shades of Grey is so intense and, like, you're seeing that with your parents. Like, yeah. and you're in, like, it's different. I mean, I guess it'd be different than, like, watching it, like, with a group of friends and, like, laughing about it. But, like, if you're one with your parents, like, in America, you have to go with your parents. That, like, oh, my God. How uncomfortable would that be? But maybe that's a cultural thing. No, exactly. And that's what we're here to talk mm-hmm. about is that why is it uncomfortable? Because you know how, like, there's all those, like things online where it's like oh when you're watching a movie and there's a sex scene and you like pretend you don't know what it is with your parents Mm -hmm. that's a really real thing and so like we can we can talk about disney right now disney movies are surrounded by death we know that like prime example bambi mom gets shot in the first five minutes frozen frozen sail off into a storm and die dumbo the mother is literally like whipped and tortured um, Sleeping Beauty, main character is put into a coma. Exactly, and so children become so like used to seeing death and violence through these movies that it's like when they do see a kissing scene, it's like ew, gross. I didn't see that growing up. Like it's new to them, and like in Disney, like kiss scenes happen for point seven mm-hmm. seconds. But isn't it interesting to think about how there's no age rating on the news either? Because, yes, it's important to be, like, an informed citizen, but yeah. there are so many graphic images on the news that children are exposed to, but at the same time, they restrict things like Deadpool, which are just fake scenarios. I feel like that is such a direct link to our Puritan values, and we don't have to call them Puritan values. Mm-hmm. We can say that they're American values, because they are. And we, we see that all the time. Like, you know, you have people coming over from different cultures saying, like, oh, Americans are so sensitive. They have to be PC. Mm-hmm. They have to be politically correct. And yes, we do. Like, just to put it plainly, yeah, we do. Because we've had such a history of people being, like, su- suppressed and targeted that we have to be sensitive because we can't afford to be so direct now because in fear of being called racist or sexist or homophobic. And in this era, there are so many ways to offend anyone. Exactly. Because American history is littered with, A, um, suppressing women. Didn't get the right to vote till like, the 1900s. Yeah. Insane. Um, like, witch hunts. Exactly. That happened. Racism. <laughs> I mean, racism is still there. prevalent still to today. Yeah. Yeah, so... There was a movie called Love is Strange that featured a scene of an elderly gay couple cuddling in bed, and that received an R rating in America, which means that um, only people over 17 could go unless they were with a parent. 
But in contrast, this movie Dodgeball, which had several sexual references, depictions of sex under the covers, and mentions of stripping and sex positions, did not receive an R rating. It was PG-13. Yeah, and have you seen the movie Grown Ups? Yes. With Adam Sandler? That's rated PG-13. Oh, my God. And there are continuous references. Oh, my God, yeah. Like sex, body parts, and different, like, sex positions as well. Mm-hmm. And, I remember um, that. One of the major plot lines of the first movie was a son who could not stop yes! breastfeeding. I remember that. I remember watching that, and my mom checked the rating. She's like, "Are we sure this is an R? Like, mm-hmm. this should be R." Because I was like, "What is going on here? Like, that is so weird." But I mean, that's just that's such a great example that cuddling in bed between two elderly gay men is R, which means that teenagers cannot see it without parents' permission, but yet a movie like Dodgeball or Grown Ups, where you have such, not graphic scenes, but continuous scenes of sexual references, that's PG-13. Anyone can see that. Yeah. When you think about how many kids are playing games like Call of Duty or Fortnite or PUBG, where there are like intense shooting and like dropping grenades on other players and artillery guns. Oh yeah. If you think about that, so many children are playing that, mm-hmm. but at the same time they can't go to the movies and see Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I'm not saying they need to be seeing Fifty no, Shades of Grey. I'm not saying I'm that. I'm not watching Fifty Shades of Grey. But I understand though because I was playing PUBG with Gabby and we were um, grouped with this eight-year-old and he knew all the guns, he knew all the bullets, and I was like, this is scary. That an eight-year-old knows how to shoot in a game and knows what guns to use. But to a certain degree, it's just a reflection of our culture at this point. Yeah. Especially with um, so much focus on guns right now. Yeah. I think it's only natural that people replicate what's happening in real life in virtual life. If that makes sense. No, that makes that's actually a really good quote. That makes a lot of sense. I watch my mother's video games. They're gory. Like there are scenes where I'm like, how did they animate that? Yeah. Like why would they animate mm-hmm. that? Care more about the um, sexual nature of certain things rather than the extreme violence of exactly. shooting games. Exactly. Like there's no sex ed. It's rare to talk about sex in school. Like, Tampa Prep, I didn't have a sex ed class here. Neither did I. And even um, one of our freshman classmates was telling us that when they did bring in someone to teach about sex ed, it only took a stance on abstinence. Just don't have sex at all, which is so unrealistic. All right, guys. So just to wrap it up, um, why is America more (laughs) sensitive to love than violence? Honestly, I don't think there's an answer to it. You can debate it for years. We have debated it for years. And it comes down to who we are as a society. And, you know, I feel that, you know, we can debate it all the time. But at some point, we have to accept it. We just have to accept that things are the way they are. And that unless there's some serious change... They're going to be like this for a very long time. To wrap it up, um, next week we'll be talking about why should teens care about politics and we'll be having a special guest. Yes, we will. We won't tell you who. Nope, you'll have to (laughs) tune in and see. (laughs) 
But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Anya. I'm Olivia. And we love sharing our current thoughts with you today. And check us out. We just got approved by Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to use Anchor or go to the TP Current website anymore. Just go into Spotify, go into Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. And there we are. So subscribe. Hit like. (laughs) Like, leave a comment down below. Turn my post notifications on. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.